Yo, um, before we get started, I need to apologize to everybody. Apply some pressure to that. It's been so long. Um, I told everybody I'd be back, and I think I kind of gave like half-ass warnings, like, "Yo, that, you know we what I'm back. I got places to be. Um, I got places to go." But we are back. We're officially back. Hand claps for the pot. We are back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yo, I got an amazing guest. Um, Laws is here And it's gonna be amazing It's gonna be fun Y'all gonna be seeing more of Laws um, I will be starting oh. having More and more guests on the pod um, But the dope part about it Everything is Me and Laws see each other A lot more now So Yeah bro If I don't have a guest Or if I'm like Laws I gotta get this off my chest Is that a pause moment? Yeah I just I think I don't know what I said to be I fair. don't wanna be Okay cool We'll keep moving <laughs> Y'all Y'all let us know I'm gonna listen back to it now I'll be like Oh shit Anyway, play. but um, I'm excited for him to be here. It's dope. Where you been at, man? What you been up to? Oh, man. I've been around the block and back. Okay. Um, nah, just been pivoting, really. Uh, pivoting more into videography and productions. Um, working more on the business side of things, of course. Working on the website. Thanks to Gavin. Um, <laughs> nah, man. Just uh, handling life the best way I can. That's the best way I can say it, bro. You know, um. So as soon as me and you started linking up, I told you, I was like, yo, so what's up with your website? And you was like, oh, it's not going to be what I wanted to be. And I think sometimes we talk ourselves out of mm. what the hell we got to be working on. That's real. And, you know, you know, I've been saying this for years is progress over perfection. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Your website ain't going to be perfect. Your photography ain't going to always be perfect. Your, you know, your invoice, you could fill out an invoice and it's going to be something that could have been better, whether, um, I don't know if y'all be charging state tax and stuff like that. Boy. Or, you know, it was funny because I sent the invoice to a client and I put it was due within 30 days. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I need that back. I need that as soon as possible. But I had to learn like, nah, I need that money now. So it's things like that that we can always be working on. So um, I've been I've been running. How are the we going to side of things, guys? Look, I've been running around first before we get started. Fam, you. Oh, fam, you, yeah. fam, you. Okay, no. So before we proceed, yeah, okay. what you been up to, bro? Because it's, it's a heavy load, man. Let's start with fam. Shout out to those rattlers. Shout out to the rattlers. Shout yeah, out to Tallahassee. Um, <laughs> for those who not know, a young lady. Hold on, we gotta find her status. Bro, I gotta, oh my I gotta read. I sent it to my mom this morning because you know I'm going to Florida this weekend. So I was like, Ma, look at this mess. A young lady was at Tallahassee. Um, she went to fam, you. Um, which is the HBCU, which is one of the top HBCUs. And the reason why I say that is because when we talk HBCUs in this country, um, FAMU is like at the top of the list as far as like recognizable importance mm -hmm. to black culture, importance to just the black community. Um, you know, we got our A&Ts. We got so our I'd Clarks. I'd be remiss if I didn't miss the A&T, you know, Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride. I don't know for the largest HBCU still, but I know we stole that title from FAMU. But, um, yeah, shout out <laughs> to FAMU and Howard and Hampton. And yeah. You know, Morehouse, yeah. Spelman. You got, oh, yeah. you got yeah. those schools, but FAMU was always going to be in that mix of, like, top HBCUs Absolutely. and recognizable. Absolutely. Um, a young lady who's graduating with an MBA from uh, FAMU. Masters, y'all. Her master's. She posts online um, her standing in front of the snake with no clothes on. She she only got on. Hold on, let me zoom in. Shit. She only got, got on red excellence. bottoms. Yeah. First of all, all right. In front of the Rattler statue. In front of the Rattler statue. Looking like an extended version of Medusa. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> she looks amazing. Uh, she looks 
great. Her body is stacked. I'm going to leave it at that. Shout out to the photographer. Shout out to the photographer, I think. <laughs> it wasn't me, however. It was not us. Now, all right, let's break this down from a photography standpoint. Okay. The photo is cool. It's whatever. I've seen it before. When I say I've seen it before, I've seen the style of editing. I've seen the style of shooting. I'm not overly impressed with that. Um, the model, mm -hmm. she looks great. I'm not saying the photography is bad. Um, let me ask you this. Would you have done this? <laughs> Man, that's such a loaded question. Would I have done it? Yes. I think I would. it would have, you know. <laughs> would I have done it at some point in my photography career? Yes, I would have done it. Would I do it now? I don't know if we would have gotten that far in a consultation where she was just like, I have my ass out in front of the Rattler statue. Yeah. There's some snakes coming down my back. You know what you feeling? I would have been like, are these real snakes or no? First of all, you know. Bring it a little. Bring the mic a little closer to you. Little to closer. the left. Oh, oh, to the left. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Um. Dang, Gavin got me on here sounding terrible the whole time. Nah, nah, man. We only have a few minutes in. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yo, would you have done it? Mm, yes, but I don't know, bro. Like, if she would have said, "Hey." Hey, I want to do a sexy graduation shoot. I probably would have been like, yeah, what do you mean? And probably yeah. when she got to the I want to be butt naked in red bottoms in front of the school statue, that's when I probably would have been like, cool, is it possible? Now, FAMU is a public university. First, yeah, is it possible? It's public property. Mm -hmm. It's a public university. Yes. Um, I, I will probably ask myself, I guess it's one of them times now that I'm thinking about now. When do I have to ask myself, is this illegal? Will I get in trouble for it? If the police come to me, I, you know what I'm saying? I can't lie. I mean, you, people lie to the police all the time. But right. what's the repercussions that come with lying? You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as like indecent exposure, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, um, right, right. It's not, I don't, I'm, I'm imagining you can get caught with trespassing. Even though it's a public property, after a certain time, you you can't be in certain places. Yeah. Um. And then, on the photography part, I I do whatever. Okay, I didn't shot. Yeah, I didn't shot somebody in public and new. They're being butt ass naked, right? Mm. Um. And it was cool. It's whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This is like for real, for real. Now, let's get to her. I. What you got something to say before I get to yeah, her damn bro, comment? Low key, low key. Because it's, it's like I said, it's loaded, right? <laughs> it is a loaded I mean, question. The greatest. The greatest part of being a photographer, creative in general, is the run and gun, you know, guerrilla style shooting things, you know, things that weren't planned. It's very impromptu. You can show up, pull up, get the shot off, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes from what we think, that produces like the best shot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So next to that, I'm questioning, you know, if you didn't catch me in the act, indecent exposure is questionable, you know, yeah. and even though the book rules and you're dealing with the school and all these i get that i really do so i don't know if i would have even thought that far if i was really into shooting this type of stuff right yeah i i, I don't know if i would have shot that and you know um i don't know if i would have thought that far i probably would have been like i commend him though he brought a whole light about that yeah, yeah, that's the other part, bro. When nobody was out there. So, so that's the thing. I was thinking about how does this happen? This happens yeah. with, yo, um, hey, you're going to wear a robe. Yeah, I'm going right. to set the lights. We're going right. to do tests. And when I tell you to, you drop it, you throw it to me. We do a couple of snaps and we keep it moving. And it was done. Now, to her status, because Crazy. I think her mindset is the most hilarious shit. Um, anybody who knows me know that I've been dressing provocative my whole life. 
there's a lot of assumptions that came with me. Now, I didn't even download the rest of this because that right there, this is not even provocative. You're just naked. Yeah, it's not It's not even provocative at all. Like, and so I was it's, like. This is some cheeks. It's just some, <laughs> look, some some cheeks and some side boob. Um, fam, you did respond later. They gave a whole, they was quick. They was 24 hours. Hey, we don't condone this, whatever, Shout whatever. Shout PR team. Shout outs to the PR team. But they will take the free marketing. Absolutely. <laughs> like y'all, y'all gotta stop. Um, she says there's a lot of assumption that have come with me accepting my body. A lot of people question my capabilities and intelligence solely based off of how I dress. As I'm standing here with my master's degree at the tender age of twenty four. Tenderoni. Look, I am living proof that clothes do not define you. Well, clearly you're not wearing none. I encourage everybody <laughs> to embrace their bodies and step step out of their social norms. Now, I will say this. Women, I love when y'all um I love when y'all take off your clothes and y'all do. Too. Yeah, well, sorry. sorry I love when y'all take off y'all clothes and then y'all tiptoe around, like embrace yourself, embrace your bodies, and then, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Do your thing. I know that y'all saying that to other women. Y'all not even saying that to dudes. Right. Especially here with her being right. butt ass naked. I understand that this is not for the men. This that status was for the women. Yes, bitch. Yeah, and it was for the women that's looking at this like, oh Bro, my gosh. Say that though. Now, call that woman. That, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Right. Now, shout out to me who sent this to my mom, and my mom goes, "Oh, she got some nice shoes on," which I thought was hilarious. Mama coat. Look, <laughs> I was like, "Ma, that's not what we talking about." Um, all right, Laws, you asked me an important question. You said, "Gavin, where you been?" Where you been, bro? <sighs> I went to Vegas. Um, for those who do not know, last week the reason why we didn't have a pod because on Friday night, um, I flew to Vegas. I came back Tuesday. I came back Wednesday. I will never. I want to make this clear. Let me set up when I say this shit. Not up in here. I will never go to Vegas again for five days. Um, I will never go to Vegas. Hold on. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Sounds like a good trip to me. Five days, six six days, five nights. Um, I would never do. I would never go to Vegas again for that. I will never go to Vegas again and photograph. I will never go to Vegas to shoot again. That is my goal. That is my looks on everything. Not no disrespect to anybody I've ever worked with in Vegas. No disrespect to anybody that I've uh, met in Vegas. Going to Vegas for a photo shoot, a collab at that. Y'all know y'all wrong. That shit is done. It is dead. It is no longer an option. Um, for the p- people I've shot with in the past, it's um, a few of y'all who I would shoot who are legit models. Um, Vegas was a shit show for me. Oh, we're going to get on that legit models, too. We're going to get on that. Um, let me tell y'all how my Vegas trip went. Yes. Tell us how your Vegas trip went. <laughs> now, I'm only allowed to say certain things because I went with another married man. Because what happens in Vegas stays, stays in, in Vegas. Vegas. Um, and Except herpes. That shit comes back with you. That shit does come back with you. Right. Um, but, you know, Vegas was cool. <laughs> we got down there Friday. We went out on the town. We went out. That was cool. Saturday, we went to the DJ Mustard party. Let me go ahead and get this out the way. If DJ Mustard is ever DJing anywhere, mm-hmm. pay and pay some more. That shit Dang. was life-changing. Um, How so? Bro, just like we get there, and for anybody to know, Vegas is definitely the oons, oons, oons place to be. And we go there, bruh, and so um, 
the, the DJ before him is killing it. It's hip hop. It's a lot of people. Mm. Everybody's drinking. Everybody's having a great time. It's a beautiful place. Um, you know, we married, and it's funny because we meet other married people. Like all the married people was like in a corner, right? Okay. And so we sit in there, and so I I speak to one young lady. She's from Atlanta. Um, she's from um up north where my boy currently resides, and she knows his wife, and he knows her baby father because she's down in the south, and he and it's the it's the funniest com- conversation, right? Then they're looking at us, and it's funny how married people look at each other before they find out they're married. Like, yo, why are you so talking? Crazy. And then it, you look, and then you realize, like, oh shit, you married? We married? Cool. Now we're safe to, say, to shout talk. Shout to the married people who still be doing vacations. That's dope. Absolutely. Um, that shit is expensive for us dads, though. Um, <laughs> that shit is expensive for us men, and then everything <laughs> is expensive for dads. But there you go. We get there and we start talking to these individuals, bro. And then it's like the party starts. DJ Mustard gets in. This dude was, if you was a girl and you looked at him, he sent a shot to you, which was super dope. Like he sent it. He literally pointing at people in the crowd. Must like, be nice to be a woman. Look, Damn. must be nice. Subsidized living. Um, You know, <laughs> look, sending out shots and drinks. But the music was cool. No drama, no beef. I did get fussed out for asking a young lady. She was an older lady, um, this older woman. I asked her to smile. Um, I didn't ask her to smile. She was looking upset. How she, dare you ask her to smile? What's wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, bruh, she, get, she rung me out in the middle of a day party, her. 110 degrees Vegas weather, and I looked at her. I let her get her shit off, and I said, cool. I <laughs> and my, you know you've grown. Just, that okay. part. And I know this cool. ain't, look, y'all got to go on the Black Dads Club podcast for this. Shout out um, to the Black Dads Club podcast. But uh, I looked, and I was just like, her her friend came over and was like, I'm so sorry. That's a trigger for her. I know oh, you didn't mean it. I know you was trying to look out for her because she was about to fall. Shout out to them her good son. friends, though. Look, and she said, you never, she said, look, telling a woman to smile is her trigger. Mm. I get it. She said, thank you for not fussing. And I looked at her. I said, uh, DJ Must is playing. I said, the only person who I really have to fuss with or communicate or debate with is really my wife when we have a disagreement because it affects my livelihood. That's real. I said, in this moment, That's real. this argument doesn't matter. <laughs> I said, DJ Mustard is fucking playing. And I went to the bar, and I lost my debit card. Shout out to Marquis. My debit card is there. Um, I catch y'all in two years when I come and get it back. But anyway, DJ Mustard was amazing. Um, and then the shit show started, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm um, lost I did about six shoots in Vegas. Um, two of them went amazing. Two of them went good. Two of them went amazing, whatever. The rest was a shit show. You did more shoots in Vegas than people do here in, the, you know, Look, the city in one week. And Laws know. Shout out to that, bro. Shout out to that. Yeah. I crammed them two shoots. Yeah. I mean, I crammed them six shoots in two days. You got to um, to get busy. That's how you do that, man. Bruh. That's dope. For anybody who is questioning, the models in Vegas are late as well. Uh, they don't come with concepts as well. Oh, man. They changed their outfits last minute as well. Uh, and it's hotter. And their inhibitors are just different from what I understand. Look, <laughs> yo, golly, I had a shorty. I had a shorty call her drug dealer in the middle of the shoot, bruh. And I was like, "You got to go." I had a shorty show up drunk. I had a shorty call her drug dealer. I had it's um, Vegas, baby. It is Vegas. And let me tell y'all something. I don't know what y'all on here, but they don't smoke weed out there. They do, but it's weed plus pills plus coke plus. Look. They got a nickname for fentanyl, and I was just like, yo. I was like, yo, this is wild out here. That's you know insane, what I'm saying? Um, I met one of the clients, and I was like, yo, let's do, you know, are we going to shoot? And she was like, yeah, how much X do you need? And I said, I don't do that. Yo. 
That's crazy. How much X do you need to shoot? And then my nickname don't help because they assume. Yeah, bro. Not at all. For not those who not know, I'm going to go ahead and give y'all this. I do not do drugs of any sort just because it's expensive and I go to sleep. It's a fact. Um, the nickname Coke comes from my homeboy, Darnell, who's who's known me before I knew him. I knew him before he was born. Let me put it like that, right? Um, he gave me that nickname when 2 Chains was coming up, and he told me, no, you're not going to get a nickname, but uh, French Montana has Coke boys, and we're going to call you Coke. And he's been calling me Coke since like 07, 08, Shout something like that. Shout out to Nils. Sharp by Nils. Go get your hair cut by my man. He's expensive, but he's worth it. Hey, um, and so... The shoots, bro. Let me tell you this, bro. That's insane. How much I, X do you need? Look, well, shit. I mean, what else you offering? I mean, look, like, <laughs> you know, I was put in. <laughs> I was looking at her like, huh? X? I don't. <laughs> right. You know the thing about me? What's the correlation there? Are you supposed to be feeling the vibe? Look, man. I was. Not just that I know like, what X does to you. Well, I knew this. You gotta go. You got to go. Because some of the other drugs that was being requested over the phone while, you know, I was just like, no, no, no. You can't be near me because not I'm not up in here. I'm not taking care of you. Mm. Like, that's the other thing, right? Um, one of the models, and I, and you know, they we can. OD on me watch, man. Hell no. Let me tell y'all something, especially you male photographers out there. When you're shooting women, um, oh. no matter how you want to slice it or dice it, you will be responsible for them. No matter what. Um, in. And honestly, it's a good mindset to have of being responsible for women that's in your present anyway. In general, right. Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you show respect and you be protective and you honestly look at this woman and say, hey, you're my responsibility while you're here because I need right, to be right. able to answer for it. So when I have a client, you know, even though it was a collab, I still look at them as a client. When I have a client that is calling their drug dealer and asking for drugs that I know nothing and have zero experience about, I look at it as though, yo, sis, you got to go. Because that's insane. I can't be responsible. I can't explain to my wife later why you OD near me. I just want to know why that wasn't a part of the consultation. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, because you could have had a heads up at least, and you know, could have come more prepared. Look, or I could have not came, you know, or not came. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so I look at it like this. Then one model, I'm gonna give y'all this, and I'm blocked currently, so she'll never see this. Yes. Um, I canceled on her. Last minute, it's the first time ever in my career. I've been shooting since 08, yo. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. I've been shooting since 08. You got to explain that justifiably, though. Yeah, that was a smart cancel. You know I, mean? I canceled on her after the shoot was supposed to start. Mm. Um, And is it something I'm proud of? Actually, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm proud of you for doing it, bro. Look. For real. So many would have done a lot more for a lot less. Look, I'm going to tell y'all what happened. Story. Um, I, I reached out to this makeup artist two months ago. I told her, I said, look, I'm coming to Vegas. This is the time I'll be there. Um, these are the five days I'll be there. I would love to work with you. She wrote me back. She said, yes, let's do this. We decided on outfits. We decided on makeup looks. We decided on locations. Mm, that's how a consultation uh, goes. Absolutely. We had everything planned out. She was the first shoot I booked. Mm. I said, let's knock this shit out. Um, the reason I'm coming to Vegas, shorty. Basically, because hey. I was like, this is going to be amazing. She had a great... Um, great social media she yeah. actually her followers was followers in comment section matched up engagement, i said yo yes, engagement was great i said it's gonna be a beautiful day yo mm. um the day before the shoot we confirm and she gives me an address that is now 30 minutes away from where we originally agreed to i said all right cool in the morning i wake up because I, I did the math and it was only still like a 17 minute like a 17 dollar uber ride i said cool bet whatever i can do that um 
the day of an hour before hour and a half before her session i confirm make sure we're still good no mm-hmm. answer she answers me at nine o'clock when we were supposed to shoot and say yeah we're still good now in my mind i'm like hey it's a you know it's a 20 25 minute right, uber ride right, right we can i can still do that 17 dollars. i can be there i let her know she said cool open up before my- the surge now Open up my phone. There's an accident on the main highway of Vegas. So now my ride has went from 20 minutes to 30 minutes. And now that Uber ride that was $17 is $50. Now, as a man, as uh, being a gentleman, I understand I made a commitment. So I'm going to go through that as a business owner as well. Most importantly, a business owner, right? Cool. I reached out to Shorty. I said, look, it's going to take me a little bit longer to get there. I am coming. She said, cool. Um, by the way, I didn't get none of the outfits. I changed the makeup look. I'm just going to be wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Crickets. Now, I'm going to be honest. Men, we've been here. Oh, ladies, I don't know if y'all have done this. <laughs> Men have been on dummy missions in college. Oh, absolutely. Ladies, if you don't know what a dummy mission is, go ask your man. What is a dummy mission? I've been on dummy <laughs> missions. <laughs> he may or may not tell you if he's been experienced. It, but, absolutely. Know. But he, if he's went to college, there was that dummy mission. Yeah. Where you, you've been on that dummy mission where walk and a mile. I, you walk him out to go see a shorty. You think it's about to be a great night, Ooh. and she hits you with the, yo, you're just a great friend. Let's just sit here and watch TV. Yeah. Or you know what? Yeah. yeah. I, or you get there thinking that y'all about to kick it, and she's like, oh, I'm about to just run out with my homegirls right quick. And yep. you're like, yo, I came all the way over here. I adjusted my schedule. I did not get enough information. I did not invest enough to get what my expectations, whatever that may or may not be. You're dummy. And it was a dummy mission. <laughs> so now I'm sitting here. I've By this point, I'm on day three of losing my debit card. Um, Ooh, boy, that would have shut my, things down. You know. My credit card is through the roof at this Hell point. Yeah. Because this is the night after I went to the strip club. And my money is, is funny. And so I'm looking at it, Running and around. I'm looking at a $50, a $100 round trip Uber ride. That's going to take an hour out of my day traveling mm. to shoot to shoot somebody in some makeup I did not agree upon at a location we did not agree upon in an outfit that is jeans and t-shirts. Mm. I looked at my phone and I said, I will not be the dummy today. Can't be, bro. Growth. That's what that was, dog. I'm proud of you. I text her. I said, look, I understand this is fucked up, but I got to cancel. I said, I'm not spending this money to shoot you in jeans and a t-shirt. And to be honest... We were supposed to shoot some, like, some editorial. We were supposed to shoot editorial fashion. And I was super excited. And she flaked. I mean, she didn't flake. She just changed up. Now. Which is a form of flaking, though. So let's be be honest about it. You know what I'm saying? It was messed up on both sides. Absolutely. And I understand my part. And I understand that's probably going to come back to me. Which is why I understand. Um, I'm I'm here to say this. And I know y'all get tired of hearing this shit. Collabs got to stop benefiting everybody but the photographer. When you list out everybody who's benefiting the most, the photographer should be first and never should be last. I agree. Um, I agree. And models, if you disagree, that's cool. You supposed to. That's why y'all got simps and y'all taking advantage of them anyway. There's a such thing as business simps, and I understand that. But when I look at it, um, I got to stop doing collabs where the model is benefiting more, the brand that we're doing some shit for is benefiting right, right, more, right. the makeup artist is benefiting more. Why am I not first and somehow always end up being last? You know, my favorite thing is the TFP bullshit. Mm. Excuse my language. No, but the time for print, 
that is a scam. I don't know if nobody knows that because nobody invests more time in a photo shoot than a photographer. Facts. From the beginning to the end. To the beginning to the end, a photographer invests more. So no, your time is your time is not my time. Right. Um, this is a tip for anybody that's out there. When you do a collab, you need to ask the model how much if they say, Hey, I want to collab with you, you need to ask them how much does it cost to book you? Mm. All right. Mm. How much does it cost for you to go get your makeup done and to book you? Now, why are you asking all that? The reason why is because I want you to write down how much this photo shoot will cost them. Okay. When I look at their money, mm-hmm. their their bill, their invoice, and I look at my invoice, if those two numbers ain't the same, mm-hmm. it's no longer a collab, bro. That means you're worth more than what they offer. It's no longer mutually beneficial. It is not. So if a model says, hey, I charge $100 to shoot, and it requires a two-hour minimum, and I come makeup ready, yeah. cool. It's 200 if your shoot equals more than 200, it's not beneficial to you. That's real. If you if a makeup artist say, "Hey, I want to collab with y'all three, you need to ask the makeup artist how much would it cost." Mm. Everybody money got to add up. And if it does not, then we got to figure out what's going wrong. Mm. And so when I looked at it, mm. main reason why I canceled on Shorty is because I looked at it and I said, "Yo, it ain't adding up." Right. I didn't come 5 hours on a plane ride. To be outside in 113 degree weather to shoot jeans and a t-shirt, even though you got the social media cachet that I like, right. it ain't going to benefit me. Why? Because guess what? It's a shorty up the street, up the street from the studio, in jeans and a t-shirt that I could shoot. Wow, wow. And so I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so that's that's really what happened. She might not look the same, by the way. But. Absolutely not. It's not the facts way. nonetheless. She, she got. Absolutely. Sure, she, so that's what happened there, man. Um, and then it makes me want to get into this whole concept of is posers within our community ruining photography? Man, what does a poser exactly look like? Um, you tell me. What okay. does? Let me ask you this. I'm putting it on loss. That's how you get them. iPhone 13 Pro Max holders, boy. <laughs> you can start there. I'm not mad at that, but, you know, honestly. I blame Apple to some degree. I mean, you know, people picking up phones and shooting the photos, and there's some nice photos, but it's still not the same equivalence to, you know, the professional photographer's eye or the mechanism that works. Um, next to that, bro, damn, that's a good question. Obviously, it's someone who picks up a camera who's not, you know, so seasoned into photography. They're really not interested in photography, but they're literally just doing it mm-hmm. uh, as a quick means, as a quick come up. In, Facts. In, in a way, yo, I'm not mad at that because I did kind of start business on with that same premise. But here I am, five to six years into it, as opposed to you know a quick get in, get out type of schemes. So. Bro, I look at posers. I'm a, let's start with photographers. Yeah, we all got to start somewhere. Yeah, for sure. There you go. And I respect that, and I love that. We all have to start somewhere. Yep. When I start looking at posers, bro, it's the people that come in that, like you said, they have no love for the for the game. They don't want to get better. They pick up the cheapest equipment they can find. Mm-hmm. And what they end up doing is they start charging premium prices. Bastardizing. And okay. look, they'll come in and say, yo, I want to shoot. Um, I want to shoot. A, a, um, they'll come in and say, hey, I do maternity. And then you find out they shooting on their phone. They shooting on a regular standard mm-hmm. camera. And then it's fine. But it's like, oh, I really don't want to do this. So I'm either going to cheapen the brand or I'm going to overspend. Mm-hmm. I mean, over sale um i call posers yo i look at it today man i didn't see models put down 
get done with modeling saying, yo, I'm not making money this. I could just take pictures. I've seen makeup artists, literally. If you don't believe me, you just DM me. I've seen you the makeup artists. Makeup artists, plural, who mm. I know has said, you know what? I know how to do makeup. I can blur. I can use Facetune. Yeah. Let me just get me a camera. Let me get a ring light. And it's a, it's a couple things I look for to say who opposes in photography. That ring light. Boy, y'all love ring lights. I'm trying to tell you. Boy, y'all love a Sony. I don't Sony. see a ring light in here, Gavin. How come you don't have a ring light? Because I don't believe in that shit. Look. got to be kidding me. Look, if you look around <laughs> and you see, if you pull up to a shoot God. and they got two ring lights, they got that, con that Sony um, A7 II. Look, that. <laughs> look, Yo, man. Sony, I blame y'all too, bro. God oh, me, Sony, Sony to me ruined. They, Apple and Sony single-handedly said, all right, yes, let's dampen, let's ruin, let's really like get up in here and play. With photography and cheaping the brand. Because, You're a photographer. You're a photographer. Because people now don't ha even have to understand how ISO, shutter speed, shutter speed, and aperture work together. They don't even have to understand that. Mm. They don't even, because for them it don't matter. Is I can just put it on. Look, I can put it on aperture priority or, you know, put it on whatever them shits is. Yeah. I just keep mine on M. But, you know, y'all know what it is. You just put it on here and say, hey, I want, I want it to readjust as it should. And it will, and I get to shoot the camera. Yeah. So I look at that. I look at modeling, yo. Um, shout out to Lorraine out there in Vegas. Me and her had a mm. serious conversation about modeling. And she said, she talked about how it's tough out there because women will come up and men will come out and say, yo, I look good. I got pretty eyes. I'm right. a model. And they're cheap in the brand. She's like, yo, I get paid. But it's hard to get paid to model when such and such comes up and just okay. say, hey, I'm going to show up either drunk or high or, or naked. Or naked, and I'm going to yeah. just do whatever, and I expect yeah. a check. You know, she kept it real with me. She said, girls out there, models out there, excuse me, they sleep to get to, to get checks. They Makes sleep, sense. but they're modeling. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not escorts, because that's out there, too. But she was right. saying, like, no, it's literally girls who say, hey, I model, but I will F the agency, you know, the booking agent, mm. to get more gigs. Mm. She said, you competing with that. Um, I know girls right now who literally – who don't take modeling classes. You know what I'm saying? They don't try to get, they go to these agencies and they just want to get signed so they can put in a bio, I'm signed to somewhere. They ain't working. They don't care to work. Yeah. They cheaping the brand. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just for the title and the clout to come with it too. Exactly. You know? you know, I look at posers in the editing industry. A lot of y'all just get on Fiverr and y'all send out y'all editing out there to somebody in a third world country. No, no offense there, because but it's true. I can't You're, imagine how that works. You know, you sing into a second or third world country. You say, hey, I want you to retouch my photos. And then you sell it back to me for $30 when you got it done for $5 on Fiverr. Now, I don't pay people for that. I have before. I don't do it. You know, I've done it like twice. And it was cool. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But it's real ed editors out there who don't shoot, who don't model, you know, mm. who do whatever. Now, the biggest poses, scratch all that. Yo. <sighs> Try not to sound angry. Uh-oh. Uh oh, shout out to y'all people who I'm convinced are not photographers, mm. but are really tapping in to say, hey, how can I take advantage of photographers? Ooh. Oh, um, Y'all out here who are marketing gurus who oh, went to school for accounting. Too. It is yeah, a, lot a lot of people. Bro, the photography uh, community is is really in a bad shape because I'm looking at people who who came in the game, said, hey, I'm a photographer. I'm shooting. Then they suddenly they drop their camera and now they selling right. courses, they selling workbooks, they selling master classes, right. they selling YouTube series that they package up 
and selling to people and they don't even do photography, but they want so bad to be in this group. And I'm going to tell you why they're doing it. Mm -hmm. They have realized that photographers, A, aren't great business people. One, that's for sure. They've noticed that a lot of photographers are super introverted, so they're looking for somebody that's Boom, extroverted, that's, that's naive. You yep. know, it's yep. a lot of photographers out here that's naive. It's a lot of photographers that's young. It's yep. a lot of photographers who are, hey, I'm foregoing college where I have to spend tens of thousands of dollars to get right. educated, and I'm giving this person five grand, six yep. grand, seven grand. And look, they posers. You know what I'm saying? It's a photographer right now, um, and I ain't going to do shorty like this because I don't fight with black women. But you could name drop, good Lord. I could. And I just last night found her photography website. And the person who, how do I say this? The person that, that she was bitching about stealing information, yeah. it looked very stolen to me as well. Stolen, yeah. But I'm looking at people and I'm like, yo, do you even shoot? Like, where's your work? It makes me happy when I see Dana Cole run around doing mentorships, selling courses, selling yeah. action presets, and I see her using it on her personal work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I see Angela Perez out here mm -hmm. selling stuff and talking about how she does stuff and she's educating people on YouTube and I see her drop that technique in her latest photo shoot. Right. Uh, Manny Ortiz, no matter what I feel about, you know, the spamming stuff and recycling stuff, mm -hmm. dope work, but it's dope seeing him actually use stuff and see new photo shoots come out. Yeah. Um, Jessica Cabasi, shout out to Jayco. I think that's the dopest nickname ever. Jayco. Look... <laughs> And I think it's dope when Don't I let see. Let her be from North Carolina. Look, <laughs> nah, she spell it like J Lo, but it's J Cole. Nah, so. I was just saying, like it sound, it almost sound like J Cole. It's just like it, it's hand in hand. It's a devil entendre. Yeah, she got it. There you go. But it's dope to see her use her work on something new, mm. on a new project she got going on. Yo, I think that's super dope. But I be seeing other people who coming out here. Hey, I have a master class on marketing, and I ain't seen you drop a photo shoot in three years, and I've been following you. Ooh. Are you still a photographer? Ooh. Or are you just here benefiting? Inquiring minds want to know. Or are you just you just sucking the life out of this industry? Yeah, I find that shit industry. Speak interesting. Probably Speaking of um, sucking the life out of shit, some of y'all didn't got caught up with stealing, bro. Look, it is interesting how people define stealing. I think that's that's what I want. Mm. To say, right? Okay. Because clearly they're not just stealing. But it's so interesting how much a person is willing to copy verbatim, blatantly, not give credit, mm. and then claim it as their own, mm. which I would define as stealing. I mean, plagiarism, you know, I, I grew up with those educational principles, right? <laughs> but it is amazing to me how close people will flirt with the line mm -hmm. and then still expect their business to thrive, bro, and prosper. Um, it's insane. It is insane. And we're going to talk about it. Uh, is it flattering, Gavin? I mean, I know you've had that happen to you before. Okay, so. see, Laws, Laws, Laws did it. Laws did it. And he set y'all up for that. Boy. Hey, man, I, I just wish I had something to copy, guys, honestly. I mean, I just wish that, you know, I had some work or an outline, a layout of some sort. And people are like, oh, that's so nice. I'm going to steal that myself. Just so I can go say, hey, they stole that. People Bruh. steal my ideas, not my actual, like, Things in real existence. Look, Law set y'all up, and I'm gonna get to there, and I'm gonna get to there real, real close. While we're um, waiting, sorry, big shout ahead. out to Kevin Wilson, bro. I just happened oh. to see that work. You've been talking about it for the last you know, couple weeks, whatever. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> not that, but yeah, Kevin Wilson. I am so excited to see this documentary. One coming out, uh, Aggie Pride, fellow Aggie, but I do I'm, you know, clearly not as close as this guy over here. He knows all the famous people, but you know. 
Um, shout out. I'm glad we should have started with that instead of the drama. Low key, low key. Um, but we got we got to touch all the things. We got to touch on the things. Let these shout, people know what's up. Shout out to Kevin Wilson. Um, y'all have heard me talk about Kevin plenty of times on here, so I won't give the background. But Kevin Wilson is here's the background. Kevin Wilson is a filmmaker out of New York. Yeah. He's uh, from North Carolina. Attended North Carolina A and T. Um, and Kevin has been changing mm. film. Especially for us that's starting out, especially to see his trajectory mm. has been amazing. Mm. Um, you was on campus when he was moving. I was in Charlotte talking to Kevin every day while he was moving. Um, and now he's responsible. He's directing the N1 doc that is coming out, I think, either in a few weeks. Mm. Um, soon. I get that date for you so we can drop it on the next podcast. Kevin is amazing, yo. Um, just to see his growth. Mm. Um, I remember being there talking to Kevin when he was just like, yo, I don't know about this. Um, I've been there. I remember when Kevin was offered, somebody offered to buy his IP, you know, um, things that he was doing. And he, he was sitting there saying, bro, I don't have money. And they offer me the most money that I've been offered. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. what to do. And I remember like, bro, what you want to do? I, and I, I'm, I'm be honest with you. I told Kevin, I said, if I was you, I would do it, but I'm not you. That's right. And I remember Kevin coming back and saying, no. And I was like, that's dope. You get to keep it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to see that idea grow, Amazing. to see that that idea uh, turn into mm. a film, powerful. his first film turning into being an Oscar nominee, mm-hmm. um, to seeing him at Major. the Oscar, like that's, that is ridiculous. Major. Um, so I can't wait to see the N1. I ain't going to lie. My wife was super excited for the N1. She was like, oh my gosh. She called her brothers. She was like, it's coming out. We oh. got to watch this. And I was just like, man, I ain't watching this because whatever. <laughs> then I seen Kevin Wilson. I said, boy, I got more excited. And I'm yeah, calling people. Man. I'm sending it out. I'm super excited. Shout out to Kevin, man. Um, but I thank are you for that. Raving about that, absolutely. And don't you have some cover art or something like that featured on there? No, not on this. It was no, on no. the okay, Emmett Till thing. Okay, yeah, Emmett Till, which is still relevant and huge too. But man, yeah. just hearing like how everything is interconnected is amazing. But definitely shout out to that and one uh, film coming out in Kevin Wilson, man. That's that's it's, definitely one for the culture, bro. Absolutely. Um, for those who not know, black female photographers, the girls are fighting. Uh-oh. I think that's what they usually say. Um, they in there going <laughs> off. Um, the admin of the group, Lanika, I think. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. And plus, I don't know if I should. Was she the one that was stealing? She was the one that was stealing. Though. I don't want to mention her name. Yeah. yeah. She said. Sorry if we butchered it, but butchered it. Butchered. Woo. She said, good afternoon. It was brought to my attention that a video from a photographer a couple of days ago. First of all, I'm mad that you said a photographer. You know her name because she wrote you. But that's another subject. It's all on Facebook, y'all. It's all on Facebook. She says a couple of days ago made some accusations in regards to plagiarism. I am a believer in community, sisterhood, respect for others, and providing a professional network community. Being a professional photographer for 17 years, I know firsthand on how hard it is to build a business. As CEO of BFP. I don't condone plagiarism in the photography industry. There is a miscommunication. There was a miscommunication. Ah, there was a miscommunication in the regards to this matter. As a represent representative of BFP, mm. I want to sincerely apologize for any torment that was brought upon the organization. Now, as a representative, not the owner. So, for those who not know, um, Shout a to young lady. Words too. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Absolutely, it was a lot of like she, she pressure points. So just- that she hit on that I found funny. Um, a young lady a couple of days ago wrote how um, Lejeune King, uh, and if I said your name wrong, I am so sorry, sis. Um, she came out um, and said that she reached out 
to the leader of this organization say, hey, your website and my website are a direct copy. Um, I need you to take this down. Oh, my. And it's hurtful. She said the young lady, um, she said the leader of the black female photography community um, took some of it down and not all of it, and it hurt her even more. Now, yikes. me, I see this, and I look at it, and I go, I don't know. First of all, how you feel before I even go in? Oh, man. How well, do you feel about plagiarism off of websites? Not a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I used to be in grad school, and so... Uh, I was in grad school for uh, English and African American literature, and so I used to work in the writing center. Got to talk in the mic. Verba- there you go. Dang man, you good? I hope this audio picks up, guys. It's it my did. fault. It um, struggling over here, but no. In in being a former writing editor, right? Uh-huh. Uh, plagiarism is a huge offense in the world of academia, and uh-huh. within that context, it's like how could you write someone else's words, right? Digitally. It requires a bit more effort absolutely, to copy, let's just say, hypothetically, right? We're copying code. Yeah. Y'all are copying templates because ain't nobody out there writing code. So that's, this, bro, that's a lot of intentional effort towards wanting something to look like something that you did not originate. Absolutely. You did not originally create it, and therefore you're taking and duplicating what you see which imitation is flattery, but then there's a fl- fine line between like facts, stealing intellectual property. Cause that's really what it boils what down it to. Is. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I don't know how I would personally feel cause it never happened to me. However, if it were mm. to happen to me, mm. kind of like yourself, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I listen, I've drawn my own conclusions based upon like seeing your website and other photographers, whether it be inside of Charlotte and outside. Definitely and I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a, Distinction between the two, but then there's very few that are like, "Oh, bro, this is like, you know, hand to hand, like, oh, like it's very similar, you know, Absolutely. Eer- eerily similar." The the uh, word "eerie" is like bad or a weird connotation, right? <laughs> so I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying it, it, it makes you question a lot. It makes um, you question a lot of shit. I look at it like this. So first of all, when I saw this, I was like, "Damn, sis got caught." And I was looking at, it, I'm like, "That's a big." They got a red hundred. I was like, "This is a big." community right yeah it and is. so um it is. at first i didn't look at it then then the joke started coming <laughs> but we get to the jokes in a little bit how do i feel about this um he talked about it from the idea of academia and he's correct For, as soon as you get to college they let you know if you get called plagiarizing you're you out of here man you out of here it's a serious call, it's very serious right um let me tell y'all in the corporate world if it ain't trademark it's free game that part People are going to steal your ideas in a heartbeat. Like, that's uh, how it go. When I worked in corporate, I was a marketing manager for, I worked in marketing from, till I got fired in 2019 to like, for eight years, eight mm. or nine years, right? Mm. Let me tell y'all something. Every job I worked in those eight to nine years, my manager, my director at the time, and even the GM at the time, all came to me and said, the best ideas aren't created, they are stolen. I've heard this so many times. And as a marketing person, you learn that super quick. Um, Trust me, it's not by mistake when these small boutiques, these small um, IPs come out and say, hey, a big corporate giant stole my idea. It's never by mistake. At all. Duplicated process. Absolutely. These people hire people to go out. 
We used to, and I'm not going to say the job because y'all know the brand and I don't want to cease and desist. They used <laughs> to send people out to different random states when they were creating something. Maybe. And I'm going to give you an example. When they were creating, let's say, a bar mm -hmm. or a restaurant, mm -hmm. they would literally go out somewhere to like, let's go to Oklahoma, to whatever is the popping city in Oklahoma, and let's go find the steakhouse that we love. And they would take it and bring it back to Charlotte. And wow. say, hey, this is what they did. This was the big draw. This is what the lettering looked like. Sometimes you get caught. Sometimes. And when you get caught, it's just like, oh, shoot. All right, we'll just change the branding. Because the idea is, is out there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when That's I looked it. at this and I said, Shorty stole the website, I laughed because it happened to me. And it works. And, bruh, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. A, a photographer, I was checking out his website just to check on pricing. I ain't going to lie. I look at people pricing all the time. <laughs> and I was looking at bro pricing and I was reading the website and I thought I was on mine and I clicked over. I'm like, yo, but hold on, this is my website. And I clicked and I said, damn. I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is my site. That's how you know <laughs> And I, I I I called bro and I said, yo, yo, my man's. Like, my man's, my man's. Did you copy my shit? And straight out, bro looked me. He he didn't look me in the face. He said on the phone very directly, yo, I use your shit as a template. It's cool. And I looked at there, and I looked, and I said, yo, shit ain't sweet no more. Nope. I hit up Laws. I hit up line. Henry. I hit up a couple people. I said, yo, look at what this, this, this nigga said. <laughs> I'm about to say, not what he did, what he said. That, but I at said, that point, it's, uh, it's and it, And me, I took it on the chin, and I can understand yeah. how somebody else can say, no, I'm not taking this shit on the chin. I feel violated. Because at that moment, I felt violated. Like, when I'm yeah. reading my copy on your website, like, yeah. at least change two words, two or three words. Um, I'm. Let me tell you, the copy from my website, I was able to go on somebody else's website. I like the way they worded certain things, but I've always hit up, hey, this is what I want to say, and I sent it out to a copier and said, yo, I need this completely changed, but I like how this sentence make this sense, makes this much sense, or it connects this to this. Yeah. But, yeah. yo, when I saw that, now, the foolish shit I saw, let me go ahead and get that out the way. <laughs> yo, this has been, and this is when the jokes start. If you feel offended after this point, I have nothing to do with this. Um, this has been added to my list of things that prove to me that women don't like women. Because, mm. sis, how could you copy her shit? Um, when I first heard that, I was like, bro, you can't just come out and say women don't like other women. But the more you keep saying that, and the I keep, more things keep coming out. I keep bro, giving y'all examples. You got a solid platform over here. <laughs> this bro, has been added to my list. I'm going to give y'all the list one debatable. day. It's for argument, for sure. Bruh, the fact that people was asking Shorty to step down from a free group had me weak. The fact that people was trying to buy her group from her had me weak. A free group, guys. A Look, free group. Let me buy your they free group. They want to buy the free group. Now, I know if somebody listening is like, Gavin, you don't understand why they want to buy the group. I actually do understand. Yeah. You want to buy the group because now you have a platform. You have 20,000 people in one area where mm -hmm. you can promote, you can spam, you can ruin the group or <laughs> elevate it to where the fuck you wanted to go. Cool. Yeah. Great. The other reason why I understand that they want the group is because every group that you pretty much hop into, they usually time there's a group question that says, what is your email? Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all put in fake ass emails in there, but most people put their real emails right. in there. And when you get that, most of the time, because Facebook hasn't provided it yet, even though I know Facebook has it and mm -hmm. I probably can't find it, people create a mailing list. Yep. If you're buying a group of 20,000 people, that's 20,000 emails that you can spam now. Guess what? That information is valuable. That's 20,000 emails that I can sell to somebody else yep. and that you don't understand. Yep. So I understand why buying that group is funny. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, why it's serious. I find it funny because you think we don't know that. Right. Or they don't know that. Or they think that you ladies don't know that. Also, I think buying a group is corny, especially when I don't know. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I look at your intentions. Are you a photographer? Do you have good intentions for this? Are you trying to really elevate it? Now, I ain't in the group anyway. Right. Even though y'all don't know how I self-identify, even though it's male, but that's not the point. <laughs> so I could go in there and say, I don't, you don't know how I identify, let me in. But I ain't going to do that to y'all because that's messy and it's corny. But I thought it was all corny. And then I find it funny that y'all like, yo, they want blood from Shorty. And I'm getting DMs right. from several women that's in the group, and they are all laughing. They're like, look at this shit here. They asking Shorty to leave her own group that she created and built up on herself because she got caught with her hand in the cookie jar. I'm going to be real. A lot of y'all got copied templates, yep. websites. Um, a lot of y'all are mentees of mentors, and they giving you the copy to fucking write, and a lot of y'all shit look the same. Bruh. And even though it's with permission, it looks weird. I won't even lie. I think it's just so ironic and it's part of one of those paradigms, I guess. People must look at, you know, marketing terms like copy and think that it literally means like copy. copy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not like copyright, like the written copy. Yeah, it's I just think short. That it's crazy that the thing that protects you is a copyright from people copying. The wordplay is crazy. With it the, is crazy. Thing, you know what I'm saying? It's like we don't have enough, you know, whatever. That's another uh, story, but it's insane, bro. And I hope everything settles well with this photography group, to be honest with you, as I imagine it will. As mentioned, photographers are generally introverts. They're very uh, non-confrontational, generally mm-hmm. speaking. Um, so I am interested to see what happens and what comes from it. But in, I think people have to realize that fine line between stealing IP, right, mm-hmm. and emulating or simply taking tidbits mm-hmm. of what is working of someone else's process, someone else's product or whatever facts and implementing that into your system, into your website and how you operate facts. You know, uh, when the dust settles, everyone is an individual, you know what I mean? So it's always going to show up facts. Uh, how your individuality shows up or your personality, whatever the case may be. But this idea of posers Mm. of people copying of people really just stealing what isn't originally theirs mm-hmm. man it just honestly lets me know that i have to start putting out more and more authentic content bro facts and that's why i love that what we're doing here on the podcast too people can see you know what i mean people can know like oh this is gavin like i you know not that they know you know you but they can at least mm-hmm. attest to who you are and, and some of your stan- uh, stances you know what i'm saying facts um i think doing things like this ends up protecting us from entities and people like that who can't do this component it doesn't have to just be a podcast either you know what i mean like i said it's more content in general but bro it's a sad story and and a sad time to even have to think about and talk about that shit but as black business we're only gonna do better guys that's right absolutely (laughs) and we don't want to see black women fighting online no man but we don't mind cat fights nah that shit is funny i was weak making sure look (laughs) that shit was funny though look man um thank you for coming on absolutely bro we gotta get back to work Now we got to turn the lights on and get back to working this motherfucker. I look forward to be back on the podcast. I'm trying to be more talkative, more lively and shit. He's trying to be nicer. I'm trying to be nice. Well, I didn't say that one, but I mean, generally, I guess I am trying to be nicer. I try to help y'all. Look, man, and with that, we're going to holler at y'all next time. Facts. Welcome to the Paid and Exposure Podcast. Let's get it. A podcast about 